Hey guys, it's Wahima. And I'm Chris, and welcome to Docky Sweeties. We're two longtime friends who discuss the riveting and sometimes trashy world of reality TV and docuseries. Yes, but through our own lens, which of course can be peppery, can be salty, can be bitter, can be spicy, but at the end of the day, hopefully mildly sweet. Hi. Hello. Hello. We are here talking about the Netflix docuseries, Sins of Our Mother. It's called Sins of Our Mother, even though I said last episode it was Sins of the Mother, it's Sins of Our Mother, and we definitely we have some mothers that are sinners, so we understand. Episode two, Dark Spirits. <laughs> dark Spirits. It was so ominous. We mm-hmm. talk a lot about Dark Spirits, though, in this this episode. So for you guys who are just joining in out of the blue, you should go back and watch episode one, where we do a interview with Kate Casey from Reality Life with Kate Casey. She has a podcast, anywhere you can find podcasts. And she put us on to this amazing Netflix documentary that we you know we just named. And she does something every week where she tells us what to watch. And for the most part, we watch it. And then we talk about it here. So she's like our little sponsor. <laughs> she did, yeah, she's like the modern day like TV guy. You yeah. know, like her Instagram is like that kind of thing. It's great. So let's get into what just happened. If you would just, it was the oh shit moment, just so you know. Is that off episode one, we realized that Alex, who is Lori Vallow's brother, Alex Cox, was confronted with Charles when he went to go pick up his son, JJ, from Lori Vallow's house. And, uh, and for some reason, Alex, who's Lori's, again, brother, just happened to spend the night there and just happened to be there. And so it was him. Lori was there. JJ was there. And then the Tylee, Tylee. Tylee was there. And so Charles happens upon, and we know Charles to be like her fifth husband. And he's like arguably the hottest one. God bless. And, and he was the richest one by far. So I don't know what her problem was. But anyway, God bless. Is that... He gets shot, my love. And when the 911 call dispatcher gets this phone call from an Alex, Alex is like, yeah, I I shot him. I mean, he came out with me at a bat, so it's self-defense. And the dispatcher's like, okay, well, have you tried any CPR? And he's like, no, I don't know how to do that. And the dispatcher's like, well, I could also just like tell you how to do it. You could also try to save this person's life that you killed. And he was like, oh, yeah, okay. Sure. Tell me me how to do it. Sure, sure. Dispatcher's like, push on his chest. He's like... Tell me more. Yeah, you're pushing and you're pushing on the chest. Uh-huh. If you guys are watching this on our Patreon at Docky Sweeties on Patreon, you would see that Chris is like smoking a fake cigarette while pretending to do CPR. So we then start to realize that the police are incompetent, as we said last episode. They <laughs> have a conversation with the family, the Alex Cock and Lori Valor and Lori's daughter, Tylee, and all the stories seem to kind of make sense, but it's almost like, it's almost like Lori is telling the story as though like it happened to her a long time ago. Like she's like reiterating the story as though like her husband didn't just get shot by her brother. It's very like, yeah, happenstance. So he got there, he was yelling. I was like, I got to protect the children. I don't really remember what happened. So I left, you know, and then I went to Burger King, dropped the one kid off at school, stopped the CVS and got some flip-flops and I came home and you guys were here. So yeah. And like the neighbors are going to think I'm crazy because I just moved in. Like, look, all this shit that's happening. Doesn't even ask if her husband's dead or okay or, or anything okay. like that. 
or alive or still walk, walking this earth does not give an F. She doesn't even think it's her husband, Charles, anyway. She thinks it's Ned Flanders. No, Ned, yeah. Ned Sanders. She whatever. thinks it's a demon. Yeah. I also thought he said that her, her fake name was her name for his new, her new name for him was Nick Schneider. Oh, that's what it was. Yeah. That's what I heard. So. Or Ned Schneider. Mick. Know. Cause the police thought she was, he was saying Mick. It was a whole thing. So, know. you know, Nick Schneider has, no, it's not his name. Uh, Charles Valor has, uh, Valo. He, he has been telling folk for a while now that something is up with his wife, that she has this godlike complex yeah. and that, you know, things are kind of nutty. And no one believes him because, you know, in society, we are trained to believe the women, especially a beautiful blonde woman who's smiling at you and telling you everything is okay. You know, there is no urgency to like check out both stories and figure things out. Domestic violence stuff is real messy. And so I, I imagine cops just don't want to, even though they're supposed to do it, they probably don't want to get involved in it unless they truly have to, unless they see, feel imminent danger. Mm-hmm. But Lori's presented as a very well-rounded, like rational individual, even though she's like slowly descending into a world where she believes that she is like an alien interdimensional and can like see spirits and shit. Mm-hmm. So the daughter ends up telling her recount of the story, but again, she's 16 and she's traumatized. Her father has just been shot and killed by her uncle. And, you know, her mother's acting like everything is okay. Especially uh, telling her that, you know, her father's cheat was a cheater and like, you know, they're very religious. So who knows what Tylee is allowed to feel and or feeling at this time. We find out that Lori then a few days later goes in to take the life insurance and uh, she still thought that she was the beneficiary. This is hilarious is that she'd been fighting with her husband and she'd like sabotaged and took all his clothes and shit. And she thought that he wasn't just going to go and change the beneficiary. Mm-hmm. Wild. You're, you're a crazy person. Mm-hmm. And it was a million dollar policy. Yeah. And her sister ended up getting it. No, his sister did. Yeah. She did not like keep her ducks in a row in that one. You know, I think that she thinks she's like so smart with like being able to use all the Jesus stuff to pretty much like have like insurance fraud and just like be able to live with whoever she wants to live with and like whatever, just have a bunch of money for both of them. Because I mean, as we see, like they just love one plan and try and do it over and over again. God bless. But so she, yeah, it's crazy that she, it's crazy what she thought of in every situation. But like, it's one of those things with like crazy narcissists. We're like, how do you think you're going to get away with that? But they they did. They took certain chances and then just, I think, were like, no, turn a blind eye to that one. And she has a remarkable way of flirting and charming her way out of, like, authority and or police situations by just sort of feigning, like, a sort of, like, casualness, a sort of just, like, lighthearted casualness. And uh, can you believe my situation? My husband's dead. No, it's just, like, so crazy that this is happening on a Tuesday. It's just wild. It's wild. So she then calls her son, Colby, and tells Colby that his father has died of a heart attack. Now, this is not his real father, but this is the man who's raised him for the majority of his childhood. Yeah. And so tells him that he had a heart attack. So he's like freaking out. And I think Lori just like didn't understand the impact that that would have on her son. Like she just didn't really truly understand the relationship between I think father and son or parent and child. Like She's in a place now where she's not even worried about this life. She's worried about the next. And how to get there and how to get there and be a part of the 144k they get that herald in the new world or whatever i feel so bad because it's like she also then texts charles's sons biological sons text being like hey guys here's some bad news your dad's dead sad news sad news dad's dead we'll text later bye and they have to text her and be like what i'm sorry what yeah no i'm sorry how why is he dead and just like 
yeah, I'm just gonna get some uh, some things loose and like some loose ends, just like figure it out here, and I'll get back to you. And then three hours later, they're like still texting her. They're like, Lori, this is fucking bullshit. It's been three hours. Tell us what's happening with our dad. You're there, and she's like, I'm so sorry. It's been crazy. It's like no, I'm sure that they are calling her in between. It's not like they're just texting back and forth. Yeah, they're trying to figure out ways to get like to do whatever to get there. It's through hell and high water. And then she doesn't want to tell them that my brother shot him. Ha ha. Like, you know, nothing like that. Mm-hmm. So after, shortly after this happens, Kobe comes over and finds out the truth that he actually died of being shot by his uncle. And he's like, why the hell would you lie to me about he, how he died? Why would you tell me over the phone it was a heart attack? And then in, then in person tell me that my uncle killed him. Yeah. Uh, it's just, it's just like crazy. So Tylee and Lori leave. Up and out, honey. Up and out. She takes JJ too. And then we're Janice, the grandmother, is having a hard time getting a hold of Tylee. So, like, Tylee's like texting her brother sometimes. And, you know, he has one last conversation with her. The mother has one, the grandmother has one last conversation with Tylee. And then all of a sudden, they don't hear back from Tylee. But everyone's kind of like, well, she's with her mother. Her mother keeps saying she's safe and she's responding via text. So they don't think that anything is like up yet. They just think maybe she's grieving. Maybe she just doesn't know what to do. And so then we hear this like soundbite from her podcast through the fire. Is that what it's called? Hell on living. Walk through fire. No. Walk something, something Mm -hmm. feeling the fire. Feel Feel the the fire. fire. Feel the fire. Feel the fire. Okay. Yes. I keep making that joke. Anyways. So. So she's talking on this podcast and she's like, I have been fighting a war for millennia. This is one of many lives I've had. And that's why I'm fighting here on earth for the souls of those around me. Yeah. It's like, you know, whatever it is, she feels so much better being holier than thou. not only being the ones that will be alive come, you know, the next half of next year, because it's all supposed to end in June of 2022. I don't know. Or June of yeah, 2020? Yeah, June, June of 2022, yeah. Or June of 2020. I forgot which one it was. But 2022. I, well, thank God, guys, here it is. It hasn't happened yet. Mm-hmm. I feel like every once in a while, it's like, oh, this is when Nostradamus said the end of the world was going to happen, or Y2K, this is the end of the world, or like, it's always supposed to happen already, you know? So I don't know why people don't like read a book or don't know, but God bless. I, it's just hard to be taken by something. But yeah, that's what it, Colby said. It's like... Belief will bring you everywhere. So we, she also, they found emails that Charles had sent where Charles was still alive and he had gotten to Kobe and Kobe's wife and like, been like, you guys know you're like, the mom's crazy. Like your mom's like crazy. Like we look at this, like she's like, she has this email sent to her by Chad where her family is categorized as being like some are dark and some are like chill and some are like really bad and like you're chill meaning Colby but I mean I'm really bad and Tylee's really bad so by Chad we mean the gentleman that she has met later on this is her now her fifth husband because Charles was her fourth but we don't know in the timeline of things that she's actually married Chad. Right now, she's just like a, a believer of Chad and like working with him with the demons. And so this list is a list of all the people in Lori's life that have dark spirit. There are light spirits and there's dark spirits. And certain people like her son are like an 11L, which means that they're an 11 light spirit. 
So mm-hmm. Kobe's 11L. A lot, real good. And the daughter, Ty Lee, is like 4D, D. dark spirit. JJ is like whatever, a dark spirit. And he's has autism and he's like eight. Yeah. And then Ty Lee's 16. And then like, you know, her ex-husband Charles or her deceased husband, her widow, widower husband. No, not widower. She's a widow. So the husband who's just died is like a certain number. D. D, dark. And so it's just like all of a sudden Colby's starting to see that maybe Charles wasn't crazy. Maybe Charles didn't cheat. Maybe the mother is the problem. And that coupled with the fact that Tylee's being weird is what launches him and his wife into looking this up and seeing what's going on. So he reaches out to his mother and he's like, what is going on? Where's Tylee? Oh, Tylee's fine. And then all of a sudden grandmother wants to know where's Tylee? Oh, Tylee's fine. And it's, and it's like, because this, the, you know, the one child who is a teenager who used to be able to speak to everybody, like is no longer speaking to them. So, I mean, she really does feel like the end is near and we meet a very colorful character. Mm -hmm. Her name is Julie. Mm -hmm. Julie is a person who with extra sensory spiritual abilities. The same as everyone, you know, like she's an author that's on the same publishing platform that that uh, Chad does. But, you know, it's another like offshoot of a Mormon who thinks that, you know, we're all it's a apocalyptic life. But it's and she just knows more than other people. And she, you know, and that's what it is. So she's like, yeah, I know you guys think I sound crazy, but Chad is actually crazy. Like, yeah, he believes that he's going to usher in the new world. And like Jerusalem is going to be in like Rexford, Idaho. But I, I know that that was the devil whispering because when you're like an extrasensory being, you have like a lot of voices in your head and you need to be able to discern which one is the devil Mm -hmm. and which one is not. And I am listening to angel i'm not listening to the devil chad was listening to the devil and when i realized that that's what was going on i was like this is this is weird and i she also had she also was told by chad that she had a vision she had a vision that chad told her that he had a vision of tammy's death tammy is chad's wife the mother of his five children who we never hear about we only see them in pictures so they must have approved for their faces to be shown maybe they had interviews and it got scrapped who knows it's just like, it's so interesting because like if Chad, why would you say that? Like, it seems so like, you know, awkward because when she dies, which obviously you wish that she, her, she would die, Tammy, your wife and the mother of your children, that like you ba- basically just like dated and then just like married the woman that you like dated once. And like, because, you know, you're like a crazy religious person and then like didn't have time to like explore yourself. Anyway, God bless. Poor Tammy. So then, yeah, like, why would you tell this girl that that could happen? Because then when it happens, it's going to point at you. But he's such a narcissist. He's like, I'll tell her that it's going to happen. That way when it happens, she just thinks that I'm extra special, extra intuitive, extra blessed, extra pious. Meanwhile, someone has shot at his wife. Yeah. She escapes it and thinks that it's some like idiot with a BB gun. But no, it's somebody who like who we think is Alex, which is basically Lori's assassin. So Lori has like got her brother doing all kinds of dirty yeah, deeds yeah. like at this point. And it's not talked about in the show, but our special guest Kate Casey stated that she believed or she had gotten accounts from the forensic science psychologist who was featured on the show that there was and might have been some a sexual abuse between Lori and her father, which kind of leads to the fact that there were some boundaries that were stepped over between her and her brother, Alex. 
So a lot of family secrets because the grandmother, Janice, is, is insisting that they had a perfect family. Perfect, honey. Nothing's ever happened in my family. <laughs> Even though her two middle children are got in a cult. The same cult. And she thinks that, like, she doesn't understand how this could possibly happen to her family, which is, like, crazy delusional. Yeah. So, basically, JJ's... Okay, so remember, JJ was Charles's nephew's son that Charles, at the time, who was alive, adopted with Lori. So, Lori taking JJ at this point is, like, also... It has JJ's actual grandparents on his side okay that are like not necessarily on her side They're like they don't have anything she's not kin yeah. you know in fact charles is dead yeah so why does why does Lori have this child that was given to charles and Lori because they're younger but that's his you know charles that's charles's nephew's son so that is his sister's grandchild yeah and so when he dies this sister, who is the beneficiary, is like, where is my grandson? Yeah. Oh, I haven't heard from him. I, I talked to him for 36 seconds a month ago, and now he's not here anymore. Like, Why, why am I not seeing him? So suspicions have been now yeah. brought up. Yeah. Um, at this time, Chad also then tells two people to get married. You know, like, people are starting to, like, pair off and get married. Alex gets married to... Her what was Zulema? Her Zulema. Yes, 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 She's yes. She's a part of the podcast. Feed the fire, honey. Um, so they all moved to Rexford, which of course is like Chad's favorite place. In but listen, I love Idaho too. It's it is gorgeous, God's country. So I, I kind of get it. But at this time, no, no, take I that like back. I, I Let me tell you why I take that back. Because what? the people of the Middle East are God's country. <laughs> listen, if you think that for whatever reason that the 144k are gonna be americans or even one of it it is bananas. i don't think that's gonna happen Ma. the bible is from the middle east i mean listen totally i don't but like none of it's true so like <laughs> you know but even if it was true like let's make it make sense why okay Fools do not deserve the compliment of rational opposition. So anyway, let me tell you. So JJ's grandparents are like, what, what, what's, I'm sorry, what's happening? Where is JJ? And like, what, we haven't heard from him. We haven't talked to him. We haven't FaceTimed him. It's been like months. And here's it like, Lori's dumb. Just anyway, God bless. Um, so they like try to talk to Lori and then like, they like she's kind of being whatever like kobe's trying to talk to Lori about talking to tilly or whatever tylee you know like whatever her name i love tilly. you want me to do you want me to tell the story no, and like, like just Lori's like... not talking and then so they call and do a wellness check and they get the cops to do it and the cops like knocking knocking and then on Lori and like <laughs> chad's door and like also at this time they found one other thing that like charles had like i guess or from Charles's Amazon account, like a ring had been bought and then sent to guess where, guess where this Rexford, Idaho, I like a place. And so the cops like go and like see what's happening and they see Chad's there and this Rexford, Iowa place is like, Idaho is like a complex, different apartments. And guess who lives there? It's Alex with his like new boo boo and like, you know, whatever the niece is that married, you know, some other dude, dude. And then Chad 
you know, Al Daybell and then Lori, right? And Valo. And it's like a one better me. So it's like, where are things, who else would live here? So we got blessed. So then they call Chad or like, hey, Chad, like, hey, where's JJ? And Chad's like, uh, no, yeah, like, no, uh, no, he's like in Louisiana. And like, no, he's not Louisiana. Like, that the reason why we're here is because it's Louisiana. People like don't know where he is. He's like, oh, yeah, not Louisiana. He's like, maybe with his mom. And so they're like, okay, where's his mom? He's like, in the next apartment. So then he goes, like, oh, by the way, I don't even know her. You're like, don't even know this person. Like, Haha. And Alex's like, okay. And so then he goes and they go and talk to her. And she's like, ah, oh, my son, my son, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know it's like he's always oh, with Melanie Gibbs. I love Melanie Gibbs from Arizona. Yeah, yeah, he's with Melanie, hanging out with Melanie. And so the cops are like, oh, we're going to go check that out. She's like, yeah, go check it out, you know? So then she, she calls Melanie. She's like, Melanie, hey, girl, hey. So here's the thing. The po- the is going to call you. And don't answer. You don't even answer. Yeah, it's like, I'm like, whoop, you know, just like was on the other line, you know, whatever. Just like, pretend you just like thought it was like unknown junk mail, you know, whatever. It's like, you don't answer for like unknown numbers, God bless. And then like, if they ever ask about like my kid, it's like, don't even worry about it. Melanie's like, <clears throat> what? Come again? Melly's not into it or whatever and so the police have to go back and forth and they're just always so nice to her on the phone like even like these phone calls where she's like oh I just they they, they literally call her and she's like oh is that what Melanie said oh well then it's like that's weird oh what a weird day I'm having you know yeah. like I'm about I just came out of Pilates can I call you right back yeah I mean like <laughs> then then we find out that Lori and Chad have gotten married. Mm. And Colby tells his grandmother, Janice, oh my God, did you know that they they got married? And Janice says, well, I mean, at least we didn't have to give him a present. I'm sorry, your son-in-law is shot by your son. Mm -hmm. And then you find out that a month later, your daughter has married somebody else, not even a month, maybe like two months, Mm. has married some other man that you have no idea who that person is. And Tammy was killed? Yeah. Do you talk about Tammy being killed, actually? No. But he doesn't know. They don't know Chad. No one knows anything, but yeah. But the point, the time, yeah. So then Chad, so this is crazy. So then after Tammy almost got killed, guess what? She got killed. She ends up dying of like natural causes or something. She had a 50-year-old natural causes thing, which I guess also Alex, wait, were you to the part? No, no what happens is, so is like, they just don't, wherever these people are, when folks die, they don't do any research into it. They just like, oh, oh, this person died, and they just bury them. They like it's like a crazy thing. They had to end up exhuming her body to even figure out that it is like Oregon Trail. Like, what is happening? Like, yeah. there's like there's not enough supplies to find out why these people are dying. Like, dead, dead, dead. Like, everyone keeps dying like within a month of each other, and no one's like seems weird. Yeah. Like, I and here's the thing. Like, give me one other piece of information. Like tell me there was some drug paraphernalia around like give me something that like someone tried to cover something or there might i mean to make me think that there was not one question asked like these cops every turn act like dum, 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 dum. hey guys what's happening here i'm a murder detective but i'll tell you right now i'm having a great day you know, like what? What I don't understand. Like, what world is this? <laughs> the cops even recognize Chad when they go to this apartment complex and they go, "Hey, you're Chad Daybell, right?" And the, he's like, "Yeah." And they're like, "Didn't your wife just die?" Because Rexford, Idaho, is Idaho is Tiny. not big. They're like, "Didn't your wife just die?" And he's like, "Yeah, she did. It's crazy." And they just like, it's like it's not weird that he's like here with these these folks whose child is missing, and so then Chad and Lori dis a fucking peer. 
Yeah. They disappear. And then when that happens, Alex, who's married to Zulema, who Alex, who is Lori's brother, yeah. like ends up getting really nervous. And Zulema's like, why are you so nervous? And he's yeah. like, I think I'm their fall guy. <gasps> what are we talking about? Tell me what more. Tell, tell me, me more. more. This man dies like a week later of some kind of like hereditary familial. Pulmonary issues. Even the mom's like, yeah, he had that. So that could have been it. Like, I mean, it's like your son-in-law dies. Yeah, that's... your grandchildren are missing, and then your son dies. It is. It is beyond beyond. I. I mean, like, I. I. I love it and I hate it. Like, I'll tell you this right now. First of all, she loves Kauai. Like, I get it too. It's my favorite island. And like, then her son realizes that she got married. She's like, he's like so pissed. He's like, he got married in our special island, but she loves. Like, she was with Charles there, and she like went back. She's like, I'll show you paradise. It's Kauai. Would you get married in Kauai? This outfit looks like you would. I've never been to Hawaii, but I have mixed feelings about like mainlanders going to like the island and like fucking shit up for the Hawaiians. <sighs> Sorry, I had to make it. I had to say it. Sorry. But yeah, like I just, I mean, just like she goes, she decides to go back to Kauai for like her perfect like time. And she wears white. People are looking for her and Chad because they cannot find her kids and she just disappears. And then like some social media person who's like in a, like the word gets out on the world. Right. And like someone who's like in an airport, like sees Chad and Lori and video records it. And it's like, we found her. I'm just like, I, I move about the space, not making eye contact and not, and just minding my own business. Like I would have never found them. They could have been sitting right next to me and I just would have looked up and just seen them and just went by my business. Like, I just assumed that was press. First of all, I just, yeah, actually, I can't believe that she wore white because she was married like 74 times. But yeah, like, I thought that was just like the press being like, excuse me, Lori, uh, no one can find your kids and you're just like hanging out in Kauai, like give us a statement. And she's just like, her, her hair is like the morning after like her like perfectly coiled wedding hair, uh, perfectly coiled wedding hair. And she is just like, doesn't understand that there's going to be consequences. So the cops just like pull her over and they're like, okay, well, you're going to have to go ahead and produce your child by Thursday. They, they give, her, give 20, her to 24. Thursday. Yeah. There was, she's like, and she's in Hawaii again. So it's like, so wherever she were like, wherever they are, you know? And so she's like, okay. And guess what? Thursday comes, comes and go. I don't know what she does for 24 hours. She's like, gets like a massage. I mean, she's in Kauai. She just has a bunch of juices. I love Kauai. Like she like lays out. I mean, I don't, she drinks, gets drunk on my ties. I mean, I don't know what she does for 24 hours, but she knows she cannot produce that kid, honey. And so like, and everyone's just like waiting around, like Kobe knows what's happening. And like, at this point, I know what's happening. I, Chrissy Farah, am five hours away in California and I am now privy to this information. I know this information is happening in real time. Yeah. I didn't know that, that anything like this was happening, but it's just like bananas that this woman has, is like a cult woman who's like children are missing and she has not a care in the world about them. And she just keeps telling everybody that they're fine. And I don't know what their long-term plan was. I don't know what they thought they were going to how they were going to get rid of it because the story actually is still unfolding. So that's the end of episode two. It is wild. Mm -hmm. it, they give us so much information in the first 33 minutes and not all of the information that we require, but then they like in this episode, second episode, like just people start to die left and right. And then yeah. 
this this dysentery honey I like mean, thyroid you know is... there's like an ox eats one i mean like you know and there's just like it's just harsh out there so no one has any questions i guess i don't know it's it's 2019 at this point people yeah. are asking questions not in idaho Oh my! Not God. in the like. This is Arizona to Idaho. I guess you ask no questions. No. Yeah, like I just it's just their audacity. They're just going to be in Kauai and like, yeah. The last I think the last moment is they get. Of course, Thursday comes. They you know they just get extradited back to Idaho. Like, what's, what yeah. do you think is going to happen? Yeah, they're like, oh no, they're fine. I guess they're just like this. The time on this earth is is limited. Is limited, and so, so they like, can afford the Kauai trip. They're like, yeah. we probably, they probably saved like the best possible spot. They're like, they're probably putting everything on credit cards, being like, I'm never gonna have to pay it back. So yeah. it's like, damn it, like, they're gonna kill it. Like, American Express will be done. Yeah. You know, like, anyway, so, listen, guys, we only have one more episode of this thrilling docuseries left, and then we're going to move on to hopefully healthier pastures. Probably not, though. Yeah. Um, I feel like the next one we're gonna do is Hostages. It's on HBO. We have options, sound, honey. Sound healthy. If you have any options for us, please give us a call. Um, and by call, six 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 six. Docky sweeties. Docky sweeties. Um, or probably just email us docky sweeties at gmail. Or you can of course get to us on Instagram. We're docky sweeties on Instagram. Docky sweeties one on TikTok and Twitter. And this whole time we've been giving you face. Now Wall looks like she's about to fall asleep in that hand. I'm honey. not going to. No, she's not. But I'm if you awake. want to see her face. How would you? You don't want to see this face. Why would you do it? Patreon.com slash DocuSweeties. Patreon.com slash DocuSweeties. For $10 a month, you could see the visual of what you were hearing unedited. Yeah. And normally we have pictures. And so you could see that. You can yeah. see that I need a hair. I need to do my hair. I need to wash it, which, you know, I mm-hmm. will. And you can see that I'm drinking a little wine. Oh, yeah. Listen, we love you guys so much. So we hope you have a great rest of your day. And if you haven't yet, you know, review your girls. Give us five stars and shares with a friend. And have a good one, okay? Bye. Bye.